Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I am Sam Delaney. Good evening, Sam. We're doing this on Thursday evening. Is it Thursday? I think it is, isn't it? It's the day after Who Boxing knows? Day. It's, it's, in the, it's in the middle of... Yeah, it's the day after Boxing Day. It's, I, I saw it's someone, the 27th. I saw someone describe it as this this day or tomorrow as the perineum of the festive period. It is the perineum, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, the perineum, the- it, like the perineum, it feels pointless. But yeah. if you treat it the right way, it can actually be quite pleasurable. It can be spectacular. But um, yeah. we're doing this on Thursday evening, and we've let's be frank, we've both got better things we'd rather be doing. You've got um, yeah. Southampton versus West Ham coming on the telly later on. Um, yeah. I have got World's Strongest Man, which, of course, is one yeah. of the staples oh. of Christmas TV viewing. The perineum. Perineum viewing. Perineum viewing, yeah. That starts that started four minutes ago on Channel 5. So I'm going to take yeah. that because, you know, if you can't you know watch... What? Pe- Go on. This, perine- this perineum thing has got legs now you talk about it. Like, we could commercialise this. We could trademark the perineum. There's, there's Christmas and then there's New Year. Yeah. And because no one until now has come up with a name for it... Yeah. Uh, people have sort of been in limbo, but I'm sure there's ways that we could commercialise it. I think... Um, there, could be per- yeah. there could be perineum merchandise, yeah. happy perineum... <laughs> <laughs> perineum menus at restaurants. Oh, yeah. we're doing our special perineum. Don't let your kids down. The best way to commercialise any yeah. like arbitrary time of the calendar is to make parents feel as if they're letting their kids down if yeah. they don't fully recognise it. Yeah. So that's what we'd do. We'd go, oh, you're taking the kiddies for perineum day, mm. aren't you? And we'll get you're taking a- them on a. Oh, where, where are you going for perineum this year? And people will say, what are you oh, talking about? You going to the Canaries, somewhere sunny? No. Have you got your Radio Times Perineum edition? (laughs) It's kind of like Black Friday has come into into use over the last few years. And where the fuck that comes from, no one knows. It's kind of like that. No one knows, but it's still led to me buying a £75 toothbrush, though, didn't it? It's heat to stay. So the the Mm. Perineum sales can begin on the 27th. After the Boxing Day sales, you get even better bargains in the Perineum sales perineum days yeah and uh yeah we'll trademark it obviously we've stolen and, the idea yeah. from someone on twitter but all of our best yeah, ideas have been stolen all the from best ideas else. are stolen from someone on twitter of you know like here you know you have like christmas theme parks like down in london we got yeah. winter wonderland and of course, there's always, yeah. we could do perineum land we could yeah with like a, a big slide a perineum slide that you can yeah career take down all your kids and spe- your kids. we could claim this special German themed perineum foods yeah. that ever since ancient times in the Black Forest have yeah. been served a special type of sausage. Especially tough sausage. <laughs> yeah. Made of <clears throat> the blood of rats. Yeah. <laughs> Combined with the blood of bats. 
<laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? It is a it is a tasty rotten bat sausage that we make specially for the perineum holidays. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter said the other day that they they weren't sure about this podcast. They sort of started at the beginning. They weren't sure about it until they got a rat versus bat. And that was mm. when they sort of hooked in. And I thought, that was such a long time ago. We've come so far from what's yeah. best, rat versus bat. And here we are with Perineum, the new holiday they period. Don't know, they don't know what they're in for if they're still at the rat versus bat stage. Fucking hell. But I did read that tweet and thought, oh, yeah, that was good, actually, the rat versus bat. Well, I remember, I'll tell you what, we'll get this our, our latest bullshit out of the way before I forget later on. Yeah. Uh, we've only had one, I think, that I can see on the Twitter, which is uh, a, an act <laughs> of bullshit that someone sent in. This is from Gavin Katanak. Uh, he says, I used to work with a bullshitter who claimed whilst walking the cliffs of St. Bees, he spotted two people drowning in the sea. Instinctively, he grabbed a nearby hang glider off a guy and flew down and fished both men to safety in just two <laughs> swoops without any without any prior gliding experience. Oh. Yeah. yeah, gliding is a great, gliding slash flying is a great sort of bullshit theme, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, gliding, flying, um, killing people or things illicitly. All of that sort My, of thing. Uh, the D- Dave the Liar, who I've spoken of before, yeah. once said really casually to me when I was a teenager, do you want to uh, buy any weed? And I went, yeah, sure. What? How, how much is an eighth? And he went, no, I'm only shifting big amounts. <laughs> he goes, I, I, can, I can sell you a couple of kilos. <laughs> and I go, and I go, how much would you sell a kilo for? I said, that, that feels a little bit out of my league. And he went, to you, because you're a mate. I can sort you out for like 100 quid. And I'm like, 100 quid for a kilo of weed? How does that add up? He goes, oh, I'll do it as a mate because I do wholesale. I fly in from Amsterdam, don't I? <laughs> I've got a mate with a light aircraft. And <laughs> I said, oh. And he goes, that way I get past security and customs. And I said, yeah, but where'd you land? He goes, oh, private airfield. I said, but they must still have customs there. You can't just, if not, everyone would be doing it. And he were, he thought about this. He went, ah, but you're forgetting about my territorial army training. <laughs> And I went, you, oh, yeah, I have forgotten about that, i.e. I didn't know about it, right? Oh, yeah. I said, so what? And he goes, well, before we land, I'll just parachute out about a mile before the airport, don't I, into a field holding all of the weed in a big bag. <laughs> I thought, well, obviously you're lying, but, you know, I went yeah. along with it. But I did actually think that's actually a good idea. That's a really simple way of smuggling, isn't it? It is. Parachuting. yeah. yeah. Something to think about, maybe. It is. I'm just looking at some of the bullshits that we've got on the on the uh, the website that is now defunct called Billy Bullshit. I'll just I'll just give you one of them to fill a bit of time in. Yeah, this is a good one. This is um someone called um well we'll change his name to Stephen, and he um he says he used to work with a particularly fulsome twenty stone sack of bullshit we will call Matt. And he says his particular topic of shite was that before becoming a help desk manager, he was an international superstar DJ of some note. And here comes some of his wilder claims. He had sex behind the mixing desk at Cream with multiple willing groupies. Lovely. He opened a U2 after show party and shared some gack with Bono. (laughs) (laughs) He drank two crates, that's two crates, of Desperado tequila lager during a single DJ session in the south of France. That's 48 (laughs) bottles. And he also he also discovered orbital. Wow, what a rich and varied life! And what was he doing by the stage? He was on a help desk well, at the NHS. It says he never made clear why he swapped his wild DJing career for life on a help desk. Um, 
but I'm sure if he pressed, he would have simply said that he tired of all the free drugs and wild sex and decided to settle down to a life of fixing people's PCs and starting every fucking sentence with the phrase back when I was a top DJ. <laughs> That's great. I like Very that. Good. When someone's really, really committed to the bullshit. Really just not relentless. Just keep plowing forward. Yeah. Like you and your predictions, predict, 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 bullshit, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, yeah, bullshit, 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 bullshit. It's total bullshit. They total call it. Bullshit, yeah. That was a good. Ma- that was a good magazine in the nineties, wasn't it? Total <laughs> bullshit magazine. Great. We could quite easily <laughs> bring that back. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should do I mean, a, um, it. There's probably a market, a monthly magazine just about bullshit. Yeah, or just what we talked about on this podcast. We could do a fanzine. We could do a top flight time machine fanzine. Sixteen well pages and that. staple it. Doing fanzines is easier than ever. Yeah. Sorry, this sounds like an ad from one of our sponsors now there's, because there is loads of apps just an app. that just make it super easy. Yeah, yeah I think you fanzine can just, just pour one of these episodes into the fanzine app and it'll turn it into a fanzine All right, for you. listen, everyone, we're announcing it now. There's going to be a Top Flight Time Machine fanzine coming. Yeah. And we're leaving our free gifts on the cover, like, yeah. you know, a free sachet of fanny powder or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Iron filings. <laughs> For 100 lucky readers. Nah, you don't get the iron filings free. You've got to save up five coupons and then send off. Yeah, you've got to send off for that. For but you might filings. get a little bit of fanny powder Just for free. a smidgen. Just a little bit. Yeah. Shall we have a look at the prediction league? Yeah. The Boxing Day matches. Um, You know, not a lot's happened for, for any of us, really. We're, we've all scored fairly low. Uh, you got three points, Sam. Uh, I got right. just two points. And results bot also got three. So you haven't got any right. closer to the results bot. You've got slightly closer to me. Uh, you and me are now both on 50 points. Joint yeah. joint bottom, you could say, or joint second, or somewhere yeah. in the perineum region of the league. Yeah. And results bot is ahead on 53. So we're only three behind. It's fucking close, mate. I'm telling you, tonight, are we going to predict West Ham Southampton? Well, we Actually, weren't, no, we let's weren't not. going to, no. No. We could do, couldn't we? No. Do you really nah, want to? Not. No, I don't want to. What would you predict if you were going to? I'm not going to say. No, I want you to say. Oh, well, I, I don't feel confident about West Ham uh, against Southampton tonight because of the rabbit hutch effect. Mm, exactly. Ralph Rabbit Hutch. So you think it could be a home win for Southampton? I do think that, so yeah. So we don't want And then that. that would just hand three. And not only would that be yeah. gutting for me as a West Ham fan, yeah. it'd be gutting for me because we're handing three points of fucking results to Yeah, exactly. And I found myself watching Arsenal versus um, whoever it was they played the other night. No, it wasn't um, that one. It was. It was Chelsea Watford. No, I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the matches where a team went two 0 in front, and I just found myself shouting "fuck you" results bot. At the screen <laughs> yeah. Oh, what have we become, mate? And, well, he's totally got in fucking inside of our heads. Well, it, we're shouting about a robot. We're victims of our own creation, aren't we? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so looking back at them, their Boxing Day results. The standout result for me was Burnley 1, Everton 5, which none of us saw coming. Definitely. You said 2-1 to Everton. I said 0-0. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what the fuck is going on at Burnley? If we could talk about football for a minute, if you'd like to talk about football for a minute. Burnley are shit. That's yeah. the, that's what's going on. And even, uh, uh, I, was, I did talk sport today, as you know, because you came on the show. Yeah. And... Um, uh, even some of the Burnley fans are getting uh, are getting a bit sceptical about Sean Dyche now. I think could be I, that Sean Dyche is a busted flash, yeah. mate. Are they pinning it on one thing? Because to me, it all seems to be down to the existence of Joe Hart in goal for Well, them. Joe Hart's become a bit of a Jonah figure. Yeah, Jonah Hart, I call Jonah him. Jonah Hart, exactly. 
Yeah, he's not. He's a he's a toxic presence around the team. Yeah, I mean, Burnley were renowned for bringing through goalkeepers nobody had heard of, mm. who turned out to be really good. They've had Tom Heaton yeah. and Nick Pope, both on the. They both got injured. Both on the fringes of the England squad. Heaton's back on the bench, though. Heaton's on the bench, and they're just yeah, letting we'll five bring goals. him back. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking bin Joe Hart off in January. Surely. The thing about Joe Hart is, I think he's mad. And I yeah. and you know we take mental illness seriously on this show, we do. which we should go without saying. But you know, I think I've seen things in him, mm. especially when it was England, either in the World Cup or in the Euros, where he was sort of like went all twitchy and, and tearful before the game. Yeah, like he, he he'd like gone a, really, he, really intense. He had like a big argument with himself in the tunnel or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think there's something going on there. You think he's in the Burnley side out of sympathy? Oh, I don't know. I worry about him sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I lie awake thinking about the poor bastard. <laughs> thinking, how can me and Andy help? How can we reach out? Perhaps we'll need to get him involved in the fanzine, doing some sta- yeah. stapling or Maybe something. Maybe he could do a column. Sticking so- yeah, or just, yeah, stick- he could just do the admin. Just sticking the fanny powder on the front of all the, all the editions before we send them hello, out. Hello, is that Joe Hart? I've got a wonderful opportunity for you. <laughs> I'm calling from Top Flight Publishing, Inc. We've got a great opening for an admin assistant. We can see things aren't going that well for you at Burnley. This is our chance to get in at the bottom uh, just before things really kick off. Print publishing is in the ascendancy. Some people are calling it the golden age of print. This feels like it could be some way of you getting yourself back on your feet, Joe. You know, (laughs) small amounts of work, little and often, nothing too stressful, nothing too taxing, but nothing that's above your abilities, like the kind of stuff you're doing at the moment. Back to basics, Joe. (laughs) Gluing fanny powder (laughs) at the front of magazines. How do you feel about that? Oh, it'll be intoxicating, Joe. And I tell you what, you can take as much of the fanny powder as you want, up to and including three grams a week. (laughs) He'll be like, oh, bloody hell. When I went over to Torino, that was when the problem started. They were mad for the fanny powder over there. You know what the Italians are On like. The, the men, the man, the men take it as much as the women. <laughs> did you see? Um, did you see a match of the day last night? I think it was last no, night. Boxing I watched. Day. I watched a highlight. I watched the goals on. Uh, it's just so the goals. Well, Leicester two, Manchester City one was was the. The other big result, and yeah. on much of the day they seem to spend at least fifteen minutes in a really, really somber dissection of the fact that Manchester City had lost a fucking football match, as if it was yeah. like the end of the, the crumbling of an yeah, empire. Yeah, the end of days. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. There's no, I don't think there was any mention at all of Leicester's efforts. I know, I know, and that's Leicester beat Chelsea and then City, which yeah. is amazing. And people should only be talking about Leicester. Yeah. I mean, they spoil themselves by having those fucking clapper noise things that they all rattle whenever they score yeah, a goal. But I tell you what, they got this lad Chowdhury. I think that's how you say his yeah. name. I used to have a doctor called Doctor Chowdhury. Okay, not that that's relevant to anything or anyone. But does, does, anyway, does the anecdote begin and end there? Yeah, nice. That's it. No, have you seen Chowdhury's haircut? He looks like the the one out of Outcast um, or one of fucking the hairbear really? bunch. And he's a talented <laughs> player as well. Um, and they've got Chilwell, Madison. They're a good team. People should be talking about them a bit more. Yeah, of course they have. They've got the lovely soft voice there, Claude Powell, as well as manager. The, the game is a very was, gentle uh, game. I am I am building a what I think Don Enley described as the perfect beast in his 1984 <laughs> LP of the same name. I am building <laughs> the perfect beast here at Leicester and no cunt can stop me. 
Yeah, he's lovely. That's lovely, Paul. He is lovely. He's a lovely man. He's a seductive man. And we wish him all the best. I think, uh, I, I'll say now, and you know how, you know, my new approach to predicting is quite bold and straightforward. I'll, I, I'll tell our listeners now, I expect Leicester to win the league this season. Again, it, it seems even more yeah. possible and, and logistical than last time. I think it's a better team than the team that won the league yeah. before. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, definitely. Right. Let's wait and see, but I feel confident. Jalapeño. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Jalapeño. Right, let's crack on and look at some predictions for the coming weekend. I think it's the weekend when they play these next matches. I've got no fucking idea, to Who be knows? quite honest. Um, all right, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, we go. First of all, Brighton versus Everton. Everton, Ooh, of course, I've, won 5 1 at Burnley on Boxing Day. They, they did, but Brighton are a tough nut to crack. Especially they at just the, got a 1 all against Arsenal. Yeah. So I'm going to predict another. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to say 1 0 Brighton. Okay. You're going in alignment there with the robot. Find out. That's fine. Fine by me. I think Everton are going to win this one I think they're on a roll even though I was just about to um, reiterate my assessment of their manager as a fraud which I said earlier in the season because they'd only won one in seven but then they went to Burnley and won 5-1 so that's fucked that but um, Mm. I'll have my time my time will come Um, I'm going to say 1-11 to that one moving on Watford versus Newcastle United Watford versus Newcastle has got to be 2-0 Watford 2-0 2-0 to Watford. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to go with that as well, actually. I was going to go 3-0, but I thought that's a bit fantastical and possibly yeah. tainted by my status as a Mackham. Yeah. So I'll leave that. I'll go. I'll dial it back to 2-0 as well. Um, Liverpool versus Arsenal. This could be quite tasty. And of course, Liverpool are now top of the league and the uh, the Liverpool fans were all singing and shouting when they heard that Leicester had gone 2-1 up against Man City. So uh, I think they think it's going to be a, a Merseyside title win because they're now... A Merseyside bringing the, bringing the title oh, the, back. It's coming back. It's coming back to where it belongs after almost three decades. I cannot believe it. I can barely speak. It's It's just... You know what? I got one of them DNA kits for Christmas and all I need to do is get myself a lock. A lock. A Jürgen Klopp's hair, and I'll put it through my DNA kit because I reckon he is at least eighty percent Scouse. Don't you reckon? You know you can turn Scouse. Look at Jan Moby. Look at John Barnes. They weren't from Liverpool, 
but they turn scouse. Because you can get infected. That's what this city's like. It's like a virus, <laughs> but a good virus. Not a bad Not one. Not like AIDS. Not like AIDS. More like one of the good ones. And you catch it, and you, once you caught it, it's in you forever. Yeah, and you can't get rid of it. It's like the common cold, but without all of the congestion. You get euphoria instead. It's brilliant. And you start talking like us. You start think thinking like us. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 Liverpool got the title sewn up now. Just like you they start did. feeling things like us. <laughs> you can, you feel like a scouser, which means you feel things twice, maybe three times as much as like a cockney, <laughs> or and four times as much as a mank. <laughs> it's like an intensity. It's a an intensity of feeling that's only intensity. in your bones if you're from this city, from the red half of this city as well. Carla Lane, Carla Lane couldn't have come from, say, Cambridge. Alan Bleasdale, he couldn't have come from, say, Edinburgh. They just, they, if you just cut them, they bleed red. Do you know what I mean? They, 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 they bleed shout. Phil Redmond, when he came up with Brookside. No one else could have come up with Brookside. And people say, well, how did he also come up with Grange Hill, which was set in the south of England? And I say, I don't know. He was just it's confusing. He was just practising. He was practising with Grange Hill because he was just leading up to doing Brookside in Liverpool. You see Brookside, right? You see Brookside? That's our Canterbury Tales. And Phil Redman <laughs> is the Scouts Chaucer. Right. And you see Bread. Bread. <laughs> Right, soon as we get home, Papa Bread. Right, that, that is a fucking our version of Dickens because Dickens was a cockney, and that's why all of his stories were complete bullshit. Right, Bread, I don't care what anyone says. Bread, the story of the Boswells is better than everything that cockney twat Dickens ever wrote. Totally. Do you know, do you remember when Joey Boswell used to come in the house and he would say, Greetings, everyone. And they'll all say, hello, Joey. Well, to this day, <laughs> 35 years on, everyone you know still says greetings when they come because in. Because Joey Boswell was an iconic fictional character that had an impact on anyone who ever saw him. And he shaped the culture we live in today. It's a bit like Mork from Mork and Mindy. You couldn't quite <laughs> believe it, but it was happening. <laughs> if any, um, you see, so, you see, Yossa Hughes, <laughs> right? That's better than anything Shakespeare ever came up with. If uh, if any uh, Liverpoolians or Liverpool fans are offended by this, don't worry, we will move on to another region shortly. Yeah, and, we've uh, done Geordies. We've done. I mean, bloody hell, we've ripped the piss out of West Ham fans, Geordies, <laughs> the lot. And as for the Irish, whoa, the court community, <laughs> the Portu- up in arms they the are. Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Liverpool versus Arsenal, what do you reckon? <laughs> I reckon Liverpool are going to win that 2-0. Of course they are. Of course they are. Fuck oh, because it's Liverpool, Arsenal. I'm gonna go, I've got to go one further. I've got to say they're going to win it 3-1. <laughs> of course. They don't concede many goals, so Andy. Yeah, but I think they're going to have to let something now and again. And I think tonight's... They're going to be the night to let one in. Okay. Alisson's going to do one of his funny little dances and let in his <laughs> stupid goal. And of course... We, to, to liven up Christmas Day, when... Scouts there's quite a lot Christmas? Of people, 
Sorry. Sc- no, it's all the Scouts. Christmas is a stupid cock. Christmas. What's the point? Do they even have Christmas down in London? What's the point? What do they give each other? Fucking cockles and jelly beans. <laughs> Disgusting. Fucking they, they, don't, they don't have any feelings. There's no place of Christmas down in the city. They're all fuck all they care about is they're all yuppies. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we were having a Cockney Christmas round of nine, and there was about fourteen of us round at my house. And when we after lunch we started opening the presents, and you read out to and from. So you might say, you know, to Fred from Sam, for example, right? Yeah. And obviously, then you've got to all politely observe the other cunt opening their present, which you don't really care about, but. I don't know, it's rude not to, because if not, you're all just tearing open presents like animals, absolute animals in a frenzy. (laughs) So you're trying to pretend that you're human, which no one really is on Christmas Day. And uh, you you only really give a shit if it's a present that you've given. If it's either a present that you're receiving or a present that you've given, then you're scrutinising the other fucker's face for every last little expression, (laughs) trying to detect whether or not they like it or not, right? Anyway, um, we're doing all that, and I'm sorry, it's fucking boring, isn't it? Sitting here, we've got so many presents to get through, it's a pain in the ass. So what I did was, I said, right, the the rule is, when it's your turn to open a present, you first have to get up in the middle of the room and do a little dance. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, like, obviously everyone else apart from me and the kiddies were pissed. <laughs> and so people went for it. <laughs> Like I started it off, I got, I did a little jig, like an Irish jig, yeah. and then I jumped in the air and clicked my heels together, Whoa. you know. Wow. And uh, then I tore open my present, and uh, and then everyone did it. I had my mum, she she wasn't able to do the jumping in the no. air bit, she did a more modest dance, but I can recommend it for next year if anyone's thinking it's boring getting through the presents bit, think, make everyone dance. You think it could be a new Christmas tradition? Yeah. I'll tell you or what Or maybe else. the perineum. I'll tell you what else should, what should be a new Christmas tradition. The uh, the screening on the 23rd of December of the Bross documentary, as we had this year. Oh, Did you watch it? I'm watching that tonight. Oh. No, everyone's been going on about it, so I booked it in oh. with tonight after West Ham. Oh, it, a, after West Ham Southampton, fuck. me and the missus are watching the Bross documentary. It is fucking incredible. You will fucking lot, lot love it. Lots of stuff it. about conkers I keep reading, stuff yeah? Stuff about conkers, stuff about rectangles and squares. Um, right. I, I'm not going to go into it, but we'll have a discussion about it on the next episode. But if you haven't seen it, uh, it's on BBC iPlayer. It'll be on there for the next month, and it's about Bross trying to make a comeback a couple of years ago after they hadn't spoken to each other for about 10 years. And it is, oh, if you love Spinal Tap, you'll love this. It is glorious. <laughs> absolutely glorious. I can't wait. I cannot wait. All I hope is, is that I stay awake because I've been falling asleep early a lot recently. Ah, uh, what's Christmas, so isn't I've got it? to stay awake past the West Ham game and watch Bros. You'll not fall asleep during this, I tell you. This and that. We've got two more matches to predict. Um, okay. Southampton versus Manchester City. Oh, Rabbit Hutch versus Guardiola. Well, we're recording this just before West Ham, t- Southampton take on West Ham yeah. at St Mary's. So, at the moment, they're off the back of two victories. By the time you hear this, it might be three. Yeah. So, it's hard to predict. Mm. I'm adding a new dimension to everything. You're going to have to... Who is it again? Who are they pre- playing? You have to pre-predict Southampton and West Ham. Man City. Yeah. You've got to do a pre-prediction. I, I think Southampton are going to beat West Ham tonight 2-1. Right, okay. And then I think that they'll lose to City mm. um, 1-0. Right. 
Okay, I've already I'm put out. three nil to Man City for that one because right. um, you know Guardiola will They'll not, not stand for any more of this losing nonsense, and I can't yeah. I can't stand to watch any more inquests on match of the day either. Well, Guardiola said that he needed to change the dynamic of the team, and I'm fucking. Yeah. And you know what? I re- I re- think what he means is he's going to go and spend about seventy million quid in January. <laughs> yeah. And if he does, if he does that, then I am stopping watching football. Are you going to give up based on that? Yeah, I just stop. Do something yeah. else. Okay, fair enough. Won't stop me doing this podcast, of course. Yeah, we'll have to try and think of other things that are not football to talk about. It'll be a struggle, but yeah. we'll do it. Um, final yeah. pr- final prediction is Manchester United versus Bournemouth. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer seems to be having a very easy time with things. He's had Cardiff, he's had Huddersfield, and now he's got Bournemouth at home, who just lost 5-0 against Spurs. Bournemouth, did you see that goal, one of the goals, where the Bournemouth goalkeeper, whose name escapes me, yeah. was just flailing around on the floor for ages? This was the, this was the it was fifth, embarrassing. This, I think this was the fifth goal, wasn't it, when Harry Kane had a bit of a sit-down halfway through it? They both sat down. Yeah. He sat down. I mean, you see that happen when you play five. So you never see it in top flight football yeah. where he's sort of on the floor and they're both on the floor scrabbling yeah. over the ball. And then it squirms free. And then the keeper, I think the keeper has two or three chances to get yeah. it, but keeps dropping it and throwing it, it back it, out it, again. It came out like you're just the, having a laugh with your mates. Yeah, it came out of the edge of the box and someone rifled a shot in and he spilled it again. And spilled it, it again. It, it he was, was having an absolute mare, but it was very entertaining to watch. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice to see Harry King get a nice sit down as well because he's worked really hard this season yeah he has, um, he has. so Manchester United versus Bournemouth then I'm going to go 4-0 Manchester United I'm going to go 3-0 Manchester 3-0 United 3-0 Manchester United because they are now the best team in the world again they are I also think they're going to win the league yeah of course we're going to win the league because you know we've got we've got that swagger back we've got we're playing like Manchester United always used to play free flowing attacking football you get a goal and then you just want another one and it's that's attack, what this, attack, that's attack. what this club's about that's, that's what, what it's, that's what people don't understand yeah. this club is about that yeah if you cut this club in half just attacking football um, will just spill out of it into the streets uh, down just, the road. Uh, you, 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 you go and cut Old Trafford in half, right? Yeah. And you'll see Andre Kanchelskis fall out, running at full fucking tilt <laughs> on one side <laughs> and fucking Giggsy running up the other. All the way across the river. Uh, all right, then. That's, Great that's fucking that, then. city. That's the predictions over with, and we'll see how they get on. Um, well, I think it's tremendously exciting. Just as in real life football, the title race has been blown up, blown wide open. Yeah. So too over the Christmas period, as predicted, has our predictions league been blown wide open? Yeah, and the, you know, I've I've started really trying to emulate you in your total prediction uh, yeah. thing, and it's it's not really working. But you know, never mind. I've turned everything round. It's incredible. You have. People will be, yeah. People will be writing articles about this soon. The Delaney effect. Yeah, no doubt they will. They put it in the fanzine. A man who they thought was moments away from sacking himself <laughs> as manager of his own predictions team. Suddenly had an epiphany, went back to his roots, turned everything around. <laughs> Fucking sensational. Who's got the momentum in this league? That's what you got to ask yourself. Who's got the momentum? You say that, who's, got the, who's in the ascendancy? Delaney. You say that, I don't think there's any momentum in the league whatsoever. It's a slow crawl no. towards fucking death, really. We should give the fa- we should give a column to results spot in the, in the fan scene. Yeah, we should give him five hundred words, all of which are one and nil. <laughs> Don't give it away though. Uh, that's yeah. a, that's about all we've got time for because I've got to go and pick my kid up from the pantomime when you want to watch the football. And 
Results bot should have results bot fanny of the month. <laughs> and he, he, he's got, each week he gets to choose a sexy female robot, which yeah. we do as a centre spread. Centre spread that you can pull out and stick on your wall. What was it? What was she called in Weird Science? Was it Kelly Kelly LeBrock? Kelly LeBrock, yeah. She was technically a robot. Was, was she a robot? Yeah, technically. Was she full of wires? Probably. We never got to find out, did we? It never got that graphic, but uh, I reckon so. If you went inside of her... <clears throat> there would be wire, not flesh. <sighs> a network of cables and microchips. Oh, zeros and ones, Sam. Zeros and ones. Oh. Oh. The good stuff. Right, let's end with some news <laughs> without news, shall we? Okay. What do you think of these? Alabama Police Department blames Satan for spiking homicides. Nah, five. That's just To me, that just sounds... Well, it, uh, I assume that's what they're all fucking <laughs> thinking all the time in Alabama. They're all like around a twist, aren't they? All right, we'll move on to Florida then. A uh, Florida woman claims to be God, commits armed robbery of postal truck, escapes on tricycle. Uh, nine. Mm. Casey got pictures of her on the tricycle. Yeah, we need that, don't we? I've tried to save the best yeah. for last for you. This is from the northeast. Uh, man has first pint in eight months, ends up punching a tree in half. <laughs> Ten. Hey, cause it is. <laughs> Fucking fair play to him. There we go. That's it from us for this one. Uh, we're giving the Kevin Keegan thing a rest over Christmas because we had two episodes that got fucking wiped. Got, wi- got sabotaged by a rival podcaster. Yeah, we got lured in, didn't we? They went to fucking to use fucking their studio. Hell. We should have seen that coming, mate. Fucking hell. Never mind. We'll be back in the new year with more Keegan and we'll be back after the weekend, whenever that is, with a new episode for you. Uh, Happy perineum. Enjoy your perineum. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.